tired of asking why? Welcome to the Unresolved Life Podcast, where we are answering life's most difficult questions. Now, here's your host, Teresa Blaze. Welcome to the Unresolved Life Podcast. I'm Teresa Blaze, and yes, I know I'm back. It's been a it's been a while. Um, <laughs> there's been a lot of stuff happening, and but I'm back, and I'm going to be doing shows on on uh, the regular. And I'm I've kind of come back with a really special special someone that uh, we know. She appeared here, uh, I think, a few times before. Her name is Tracy Fagan of um, Kingdom Publishing. And we're here to announce something. If you guys are familiar with the God Met Me Here series that I did where I was a part of the uh, the first book and, and we interviewed the other authors. Well, she's done it again. God Met Me Here too, And we're going to talk about it. Tracy, first of all, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. It's great to be back on. Well, we love having you. You're always welcome here. So let's let's uh, for those that may not have known about the first book, let's kind of give a brief summary of that book and then maybe kind of go into why, what led you to do a second installment? Just an overview of this whole project. Um, first of all, when God first laid on my heart to start to start up Kingdom Publishing, um, the scripture verse he gave me was Revelation 12 and 11, which reads, we are overcomers by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony, and we count our lives not dear. And I love that because, you know, this, this whole part of overcoming our past or our fears or whatever it is, um, I love it because it's a combination, you know, it's by the blood of the lamb, it's by Jesus, and then it's by us. It's the word of our testimony. It's, it's about us being bold and sharing what God has done. He's always laid that on my heart. And then um, for this, for the whole series, there was actually a night, my daughter, she had just gotten her license. Um, so she was an inexperienced driver. So I was in prayer. Um, <laughs> just kidding. She's a good driver. But anyways, we were coming home. Isn't actually from every Bible- parent in prayer when someone gets their license? <laughs> Absolutely. Just saying. Just saying. Um, but anyways, we were driving home from, um, from Bible study and she went to make a left-hand turn and the intersection was weird, but we had the green arrow and, but I noticed this car was, co- was, uh, coming towards the intersection and it was a black SUV and he wasn't stopping. And it was weird. It was like just, I saw a split second of like just this huge, horrific crash, um, like a vision type thing, but it was just a split second. And then I was just like, stop. And my daughter stopped. And as she did, this guy came blowing through the intersection and, but didn't hit us because we had stopped. And so then she pulled through and he didn't, I mean, he hit his brakes as soon as he got all the way through. Um, and anyways, then we finished our turn and I was like, okay, God, what just happened there? And he's like, I met you. I met you right here at the corner of Potomac and Broncos Parkway. And he's like, I'm with you always, but I met you right here. And I was like, wow. And so then as we I continued in conversation with him about that, 
that's when he kind of laid on my heart to create this opportunity for people to share their testimony. And so that's when this anthology came about where people could share a short story about their testimony. And when I say testimony, sometimes people think like their full life story. And it's not that. It's just a time, a space, a place where God met you, whether you knew him or not um, at the time, whether it's like a happy miracle, which we've got some of those in here that are like happy miracles, other ones where God, you know, was pulling people out of a deep pit. You know, for some, it's about that, that time when they were seeking God, like, God, I know you're there, but they, they weren't saved. They didn't have any background. They were seeking something bigger than themselves. Um, but it's amazing. And it's been such a blessing to experience not just the healing of the people that read the book, but the people that the authors in the book. And when they talk about, you know, what they experienced when they wrote their story, it is such a blessing. It has been such a blessing. Well, I remember, you know, I remember when I went through the process of, you know, writing my story in the book, um, you know, um, and, you know, to see a second book come out and I'll give you guys a heads up. One of the authors happens to be my husband. In fact, we are going to be interviewing him. I'm going to be interviewing him and releasing his story uh, probably next week. So, but I'll tell you, I'll tell you what, guys, when you actually share your story, this is coming from, from, from my uh, standpoint. This is when you actually share your story, there's a healing in that, you know, there's an absolute healing in that. I don't get it fully. I just know it works. Well, and actually just to follow up on that, um, I'm on the kingdom publishing website. Um, we actually offer a, it's a free class. It's a free video class called telling on your past. And what it does is it talks about just that exact thing and uh, the, the whole process of doing journaling, expressive journaling about a traumatic event. And I love God. I love God when, he, you know, he tells us in his word, you know, we're overcomers by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony. And then when there's people that are like, well, but we need science to back this thing up. And he, the science is there for it. Um, and I share that because there's a, there was a, professor out of the University of Texas down in Austin. His name is uh, Professor Pennybrook. And he actually did a whole study on this where he had a group of his um, students, half of the class uh, did expressive journaling just on whatever they wanted. And the other half of the class actually did expressive journaling on a traumatic event in their life. And there were actual physical markers of improved health on the people who wrote about a traumatic experience. Oh, wow. Yes. <laughs> Yes. And I've actually gotten feedback from people that have, that have um, signed up for that free course. And some of them are like, you know, I, 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 I don't feel led to publish my story or I don't want to publish my story. I'm not going to publish my story. But just the process, just the process brought healing. And, and so I truly believe that's a lot of what these books are about is healing. Because once you talk about it, once you get it out in the open, that's when healing can start taking place. You know, and it doesn't diminish whatever the trauma was. It just says, okay, yeah, that happened. Now let's work towards, you know, stopping the bleeding and, you know, and bringing healing. I love it. Uh, Tracy, you, you, you released the first book. Did you know that there was going to be follow-up books? 
I had a feeling that there was going to be. Yeah. I mean, I had a feeling, I had a feeling that there were going to be additional books coming out in the God Met Me Here series. And I'll be well, because the first book it actually came out in November of 2019. And then uh, something happened in 2020. I don't know exactly what it was. I don't remember. <laughs> they kind of put everything on a crash course to something different. But it was, you know, basically it was kind of in coming through and, and getting back to some semblance. And that's when I was like, you know, I really think I need to open up God Met Me Here too and give people an opportunity to start sharing. Um, and stay tuned because I'm, I, I truly have a feeling that this is going to be more than just two books. So if there's anybody out there who's thinking about a short story about something that they've gone through in their life, you know, definitely get connected to Kingdom Publishing and keep your eyes and ears open because I'm, I wouldn't be surprised if there's a God Met Me Here 3 coming, coming to a, to a bookstore near you. So, well, you heard it here first. So, you know. um okay let me ask you this then because i know you have contributed um a story in the first one did you also contribute a story in the second one i did well then let me ask you um what i ask every author so far in this series where did god meet you so um in this story god met me in parenting i've actually been a single mom for 14 years of my life. And it's, I mean, well, it, uh, honestly, it doesn't matter if you're a single parent or if you're parenting with a partner. Parenting is hard. It's tough. It's difficult. And one of the things that God told me, like right, right when I became a single mom, He told me, He's like, you know, realize that I can protect your daughter better than you can. But more importantly, she was my daughter first. And that's what God told me. Mm. So whenever she's acting up, I'm like, God, she's your daughter now. (laughs) (laughs) But the beauty of it is um, in my story um, where I shared where God met me is, you know, is as a parent and, you know, and your kids are growing up and they're becoming independent. Like your job as a parent is to prepare your child to leave. But then also in preparing your child to leave, like, as a parent, you have an idea of what you want that to look like. And her life wasn't looking like what I wanted it to look like. And I was kind of frustrated. And I was kind of like, God, get her. Like, get her. <laughs> and he was like, he was so sweet because he met me when I was really frustrated and, and kind of angry at what, not maybe not angry, angry might be too harsh of a word, but I was just sad about what I was seeing her relationship with God didn't look the way I wanted her relationship with God to look like is what it came down to. And so I was talking with God about it. And that's when he reminded me, she's my daughter first. And then he said, and if you don't remember, let me refresh your memory. And then he brought me back to when she was a baby. It was before I was saved. Um, I knew of God, but I didn't know him. I didn't have a relationship with him. And and he met me there. So basically, he was showing me how he met me back then when she was 18 months and it was Christmas. And the only thing she knew about Christmas was Santa Claus, presents, and snowmen. Like she didn't even know the name Jesus. And now I'm sitting here talking to God almost 20 years later saying, God, her walk with you doesn't look the way I want it to. And he was like, look, when you weren't telling her anything about me, I showed up 
and introduce myself to her? What makes you think I'm going to leave her now? You know, sometimes it's like we we want things to we want things to happen a certain way. We we have expectations and we impose them on others, but more importantly, we then impose them on God. Right. And he's kind of like, uh, hold on, let's talk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and that's kind of what I that's what I took out of that story. Yes, absolutely. And um, you know, and just trusting him. You know, and I think one of the other things too, as a parent, you sit in this place of like, did I give them enough? Did I sow into them enough? Did we have enough prayer time together? Did we have enough Bible study time together? Did I do too much or too little? Or did I do something wrong to where... And then, I mean, how how prideful and arrogant is that to think that I have that amount of power to truly control the relationship that God has with my daughter. Let me rephrase that, that God has with his daughter, right? I mean, I know the assignment that God gave me, you know, train up a child in the way they should go. And when they grow old, they will not depart from it. But then I, then, then the other thing God very kindly reminded me of is he's like, take a look at your story. <laughs> I'm like, okay, yeah, well, then there's that. <laughs> He's like, yeah, you kind of walked away from me for quite a while and you got yourself into quite a bit of a mess, but I pulled you out because you really did know my voice. Even if you didn't think you knew my voice, you knew my voice. So when that time came, you heard my voice. I could still relate to that. Um, You know, you know, because I think even if you, if you, if you walk away from God um, and, and you're doing stuff, I mean, you might be like, I don't want nothing to do with you. And he's just like, I still got you. I'm not going to let you, you know, I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, you still got to come back, clean things up and, you know, and, 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 and get on the right footing, you know, repentance and all that kind of thing. Right. But it's not like God has completely let you go. I mean, (laughs) you know, five years away from him, will do that to you, (laughs) you know? And I mean, indefinitely, you don't want to be in that place where you're far from him because his mercy is mercy and grace are two different things. I just, I think about like, so, you know, so what are some of the other uh, topics that are covered uh, in this particular uh, God met me here book? Oh, let me tell you, God is so amazing. Like, and I just, and in talking about the different topics that are in this book. And when you talk about when God, like where God met me, when he met me. And I mean, it deals with um, individuals who had, like they were overcoming the fear of watching their spouse go through surgery. Um, Another one was a gal that she, like she wasn't saved. And basically she was like, God, take my life. Like, I hate my life. She wasn't like, she wasn't ready to commit suicide, but it was just like, she went to her friend who was who you know who was a, a woman of God and said, "Pray for me. Pray that God takes me, because I don't want to be here anymore." And her friend was like, "Yeah, no, I'm not. I'm not praying that prayer." Like, and um, another one, it was it, 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 it was a crazy freak car accident where um, God sent a surgeon and his son to be there at the right time, and if they weren't there when they got there, this woman probably would have died. And it's not like some doctor, it's not like some good Samaritan. It was 
I believe it was a neurosurgeon and her spine had been severed. So it was God truly providing in a miraculous way. Another one, and this was amazing. It's like, you know, we talk, there's a lot of people that talk about certain, you know, um, coincidence. And I don't believe there's anything coincidental, you know, but there was a powerful story. And actually this was awesome. It was this guy, we went to high school together. I mean, and we weren't, I mean, we were friends, not like the best of friends. We, we didn't hang out and stuff, but um, I started noticing on his Facebook page, like he was, he was giving shouts out to God and like praising Jesus. I was like, okay, so something happened to you. Like something won your heart over. Cause that's not the way he was in high school. And the story that he wrote, it, it was amazing. It was this struggle between performance and trying to do it on your own, trying to clean yourself up to come before God versus allowing the blood of Jesus to wash you white as snow. It was a powerful story, a beautiful story. I mean, let me tell you, I cried over every single one of these stories when I read them. Another one is about the, 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 the healing aspects of laughter. Another one, and this was so sweet. It was talking about um, a, a woman that, you know, she was single and she was waiting for her husband. And just the, um, the process that God took her through and the prayers that she said to open her heart to her husband and even just kind of the, the, the twist in the story. And I've met her husband. I, obviously, I know her. And she's actually another Kingdom Publishing author. She's written another book here with Kingdom Publishing. But just to hear their story, um, it was so encouraging. Um, there's another one about a young lady that she found herself pregnant and she actually had an, abort- uh, an appointment for an abortion and God met her on a bulletin board and gave her another option. Oh, yeah. Uh, let's put it this way I, I i haven't even had a chance to read the, the full book yet guys and i'm crying as just as she's sharing this because i know these stories um just just in the brief like synopsis of them is there's a power in publishing a book like this there's a power i can't explain it but yeah, I, I am. I am so excited for this project. It gives hope to people, you know, people, and I, and I think that's one thing in today's world and today's society is so many people are angry and complaining, and you know, prices are soaring, and like it. And, and the thing is, is it's not surprising because God said this, you know, that things were going to get much worse. But and He said the love. Right. He said the love of many would grow cold. I mean, as it was in the days of Noah, so it will be, you know, all that kind of thing. I mean, and we're seeing that, but where do you find hope? You find hope in God. And it's when God meets you there. And and one of the things that I, I love about these stories, and actually one of the other stories in here, it's it's so amazing because um, it is people's perspective around you know, God and miracles and what is a miracle and things like that. I I find it very fascinating. But this one lady, she wrote about how she felt like she didn't have a story. Well, but she tells her story and like God was doing miracle after miracle after miracle after miracle. And then she actually had to deal with like after all of that, then she had like this other major big tragedy. But the one thing I want people to realize when we talk about like, you know, God met me here, you know, 
in a lot of these stories that, I mean, they are pretty, I mean, if you want to rate it as big, um, like, oh my gosh, like God showed up, like it was so big, like, oh, you know, if it was like on a, on a TV show or something, you know, it would be like the glowing over effects and, you know, the, oh, you know, and dun, 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 God, you the angels. Yeah, exactly. But the reality is God can show up in a smile. God can show up in a kind word or a compliment. And in my mind, anytime the God of the universe shows up in your life, it's a miracle. It's not a big miracle or a little miracle. I mean, even so much as, you know, it's like I had one of my friends, she was talking, she's like, it's amazing. Her son, it's funny, her son is an auto mechanic. And she keeps bringing his car, her car in. And he's like, nope, brakes are still fine. Brakes are still fine. And she's like, these brakes should have been done a long time ago. You know, but that's like God with the Israelites for 40 years, they wore the same outfit and it never wore out. And so where do you choose to believe that God met you right there in life? You know, I'm almost picturing, um, um, you know, one of the, like you walk into a mall uh, and you see one of those like maps that has a map of the uh, inside of the mall and, and at the very center, it says you were here. OK, I'm picturing that when I think about this project, because I'm picturing and I, and again, this I mean, in general, I'm picturing you are right here in this moment. And in this moment is where the God of the universe has chosen to meet with you. And we see examples of this through the Bible. Right. I mean, because. I mean, we see where God met Moses, right? I mean, I mean, he was up on that mountain for like 40 days, right? And it said his face glowed when he came back down. Elijah wanted to, to see God's face and God's like, um, no one sees my face and lives, but I will do this. I'll pass by you. I'll hide you in the cliffs of the rock and you'll see me as I pass by. And, you know, uh, we see it in the New Testament. The woman who was caught in the act of adultery, you know, the 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 religious dopes were were bringing her uh, before before uh, Yeshua. And he's like, I- I'm just going to stoop down and write a little bit in the sand. I don't know what he wrote, but all of a sudden they started walking away and he's like, now where'd they all go? You know, and, and she, this poor woman, she's like, I don't know. And he's like, they're not here to condemn you. Well, neither do I. He met her right there. The woman at the well. Yeah, yeah. That's another one. She was doing her daily task. She was doing her daily task in the heat of the day because everybody else was shunning her and shaming her. And he chose to meet her there. And he met her there. Yeah. I mean, and I believe that's what we're talking about. You know, I, I, I think of this project and I know that Unresolved will probably be involved in some way with this project ongoing you know, for as long as it's around. I know that. God's been, God is faithful, guys. And that's the last thing I want to meet you, leave you with. Um, God is faithful. He will meet you. Maybe he's meeting you now. I don't know. I would hope so. But God is faithful. And if you call on him, he will answer. You know, Tracy, um, you've worked out a special deal if they want to get uh, God met me here one and two, haven't you? Yes, I have. So we've got a special deal. If you order the God met me here um, bonus pack, 
which is the bundle of both both books, um, God Met Me Here 1 and God Met Me Here 2. And if you use the coupon code of UNRESOLVED19, you can get both books for $19. And it also includes a, um, a God Met Me Here sticker, which it's, it's kind of that, what you were describing, that um, the teardrop, it's a red teardrop uh, to remind you that God's going to meet you right where you are. So you'll receive that as well. Um, and again, just go to the Kingdom Publishing website. I believe we'll have the link in the description, the the um, the podcast description, and uh, and, and make and, sure you use. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. just use the code Unresolved nineteen. Um, the link will be uh forward slash g m m h. So I'm really really excited for this, guys. Uh, I'm actually going to see about getting some other authors from from this project on, and I can't wait to hear their God stories. I, I just cannot wait. This is going to be good. Um, guys, thank you guys so much for um, for sticking with me. Uh, I love doing this show. I've just had a lot of stuff kind of pe- keeping me from doing it between sickness and tech problems and you name it. <laughs> it's been a challenge. But God is faithful. We're back. And Tracy, thank you so much for coming. Well, thank you for having me. Thanks for helping me get the word out about the about the gospel because we're here for kingdom building. Amen and amen. Well, I'm Teresa Blaze. This has been the Unresolved Life Podcast. We will speak again next time. You've been listening to the Unresolved Life Podcast. To catch all our past shows, go to unresolved.life. That's unresolved.life.